Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here for Elon Daily this Wednesday, July 10th. And you remember yesterday, all that time back yesterday when I was like, mind, 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 mind blown about the fact that Elon said that uh, he's going to stop selling cars to people. Well, I got a uh, email here from Jim Long. And Jim said, Mel, I think you misunderstood. He tweeted yes after a clarifying comment. So here's what uh, Elon said. To be clear. Customers will still be able to buy a Tesla in the future, but the clearing price will significantly rise. Okay, will rise significant as the fully autonomous car that can function as robo taxis is several times more valuable than a non-autonomous car. But Jim, he's basically saying the same thing, right? Yeah, you'll be able to buy a Tesla, but you're going to have to buy it for three hundred thousand dollars or something like that, or that fifty thousand dollar Tesla is going to become one hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand dollars, which means nobody's going to buy a Tesla. It would make no sense. So he's basically saying the same thing. Sure, they will make it available, but because these cars on the RoboCab network will be so expensive or so valuable to Tesla, for them to sell you a Tesla themselves, they're going to sell it at a premium. So unless you are going to basically be using it on the Robo network yourself all of the time, it wouldn't make sense for you to own one. So although you are correct, I think it means functionally in the end the same thing. Why would you do that unless they were going to sell it to you for 150000 and you've worked out that you could make 300000 over the same amount of time, so over 10 years, then it would be worth it to you. But uh, again, uh, if you could make 350000 of it, then why wouldn't they charge the full amount? So it seems to me that basically they're going to stop selling Teslas to individuals because why not take the money themselves? Why even give you a 50% break over 10 years? Why not just sell the thing themselves to themselves, put it on the network, and you can just rent the uh, RoboCab for a five bucks where it otherwise would have cost 20. I'm just saying, it's the death of Tesla ownership. Now, you still might do it because you really like to drive, and I don't even want to turn on autonomous features. And in that period of time where you're still allowed to drive, because that's going to go away, as autonomy gets better and better, we're going to say, no way you can drive a car. But there'll still be a period where you can. And maybe you're just going to want to drive your car. And you're going to buy it for $300,000. You're going to put it on the robo network most of the time. But on the weekends, you're going to drive it yourself because you're still an old school kind of person who likes to drive. Okay, maybe I could see that. Okay. Now, I want to tell you about a service issue that I had today, and I had it resolved today, that might affect uh, many thousands of Tesla owners. And it goes like this. I noticed on the S that autopilot just wasn't working. It was either not engaging, or when you engaged it on the freeway at like 70 miles an hour, it would slow down appropriately for a car in front, and then keep slowing down, and then keep slowing down, and then drop to like 30 miles an hour, and you'd have to disengage it because people are whipping by you and they're going to kill you. It sort of seemed like that the car was over-sensing. It got afraid. It was seeing cars around it and just slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. It was acting really strangely. So I took it into the service center today after waiting a couple of weeks because that's how long it takes to get into a service center. I took it into the service center and I talked to the technician. I told him about it. He's like, do you have sentry mode turned on? Do you have all of the components of sentry mode turned on? Because there is a firmware problem. So it turns out that this tech who here is at the Havenhurst branch said, here's the situation. For some reason, if you turn on sentry mode and you have three options, and one of them is at, like at home, at work, and all the time kind of thing. So I had it turned on all the time, even when I was at home. And he said it's having a problem, that computer disengaging. And I don't understand technically what's going on, but it's having a problem disengaging. So it's kind of like when autopilot is turned on, 
sentry mode is kind of still on in the background and getting confused about what to do. Why is the car driving? Where are the other cars near me? What am I going to do? So he said what I had to do is to turn that off. So I clicked off sentry mode at home because you don't really need it on at home. And then he just sort of rebooted the car and uh, all of the electronics. And he said it should be completely fine now. I drove it home and it was completely fine. So he said don't turn on everything. So turn the option off for having sentry mode on at home. Now that's a bummer if your home is at a place where you want sentry mode on. Um, but he says you need to um, have that turned off or this firmware thing can kick in. So if you've been finding that, like me, there's something wrong, weird with the autopilot and you've got everything turned on in terms of sentry mode, you might want to click some of that off and you might want to do your own fix if you're having a problem. Turn it off and then just like reboot the entire car and uh, make sure that you don't turn all sentry mode back on until there is some sort of firmware, software slash upgrade to this problem. And if there's a lot of people affected, I'm sure that tests will come out and it'll they'll tell us. Or maybe they won't and maybe it'll just be one of the sort of one of the bugs that they don't tell you that they've fixed in the next um, upgrade of the software. But uh, really quick fix. Could have done it at home alone. Uh, didn't need to take it to the service center. But thank you, the service center, for fixing that problem. And he diagnosed it within 10 seconds. So it's clear that many other people had been in with the same issue. And there's another really fun article that is coming out from Electric. A series of tweets between Kelly Vaughan and Elon Musk. And Kelly Vaughan asks, hey, can you add something like I'm feeling lucky destination option and the driver can be then taken on a surprise adventure? And Elon goes, yeah, that would be cool. And that was on July 9th, 2019. And then it gets followed up by, um, done, I'm feeling lucky and I'm feeling sort of uh, cheeky, but got a little emoji there. Navigation buttons are coming with the next software release. So it sounds like uh, that's a simple thing to do. Uh, obviously, some simple little algorithm where you can say, okay, I am in Los Angeles and I want to go somewhere fun. Just randomly take me there. Boom. And it's going to take you there. So uh, that's kind of a cool thing if you're looking for something to do on the weekend and you're going to go on a little Tesla trip in your uh, zero emissions vehicle. Um, and this is the kind of stuff that's fun about Elon. Like right? We talked a lot about in the big show on Talking Tesla about some of the problems with him and whether he should be CEO and rather just sort of be chief uh, smart guy officer. Uh, but this is the kind of stuff that he can do. It's like, oh, hey, that's a fun thing. And I don't underestimate these fun things. There's a reason that people love their Teslas. My cousin just got a Tesla. And she's like, I've never loved a car in my life. But this Model 3, I love this car. I love to drive this car. I love the fact that it gets updated with cool things all the time. So this is the kind of thing that makes people love their cars. And if it doesn't take too much time, then it's good. Do it. Add the funky uh, icon. Do it. And we'll speak to you. We will talk. We'll have discussions in the morrow. Herbert out. Hang on a second. Wait, 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 wait. This just came over the airways. S and X are not getting a refresh. So Elon Musk has tweeted out that S and S are not getting a significant upgrade. That's a bit disappointing. We just talked about this in the last couple of days that we're expecting, we're hoping, we're thinking that there's going to be a significant model S and X refresh. And Elon is trying to pour some cold water on that. Now, I know why he's trying to do that. He's trying to do that because, well, one, it might be true. And two, you don't want to telescope that too much or people are like, I'm not going to buy a new S or X because there's a new sort of version coming soon. So you really don't want to telescope that very much. So he might just try to be dampening things down. Now, they did a significant upgrade. They put in, you know, um, they put 
new magnets in their motors so that they go significantly far. And now you've got X's that do 325 miles, S's that do 370. That alone is a significant refresh. But I think what he might be talking about here is don't expect that you're going to get this big internal refresh like a Model 3, like we've been talking about. That may not happen. Now, that is also kind of dangerous because there's a lot of people that did not want that to happen. So maybe they've got some feedback and like, now yeah, maybe we shouldn't look at make this as minimalistic as Model uh, 3. But it doesn't allow, it doesn't stop him from doing other sort of refreshes, like putting in the 2170 batteries, uh, increasing the battery size and density if they do that, increase the rate of uh, charge of the S and the X. He might say, well, that's not really a big refresh. That's just sort of a little tiny update. So it's vague enough so that it can still do really interesting things to S and X, but probably means that you're not going to see a big internal refresh to make it look like Model 3, which is what I think a lot of us were thinking was going to happen by the end of the year. So you still might see a car with a 400-mile range and a 2170 battery and some little tweaky bits around the edge, but don't expect that it's going to be really substantial changes. And having known that or having said that or having just heard that, would that change your mind about you know diving and buying an S and X right now? And I think for a lot of people it would. Oh, since it's not going to be major and I sort of need a new car right now, let me just dive in and get it today. But if I told you that like six months from now, big time, renewed, refreshed, totally amazing S and X coming, you might go, eh, I can put up with the old clunker for another six months. So, you know, I understand why he's doing it, but let's uh, just be clear. He didn't really say too much that's um, going to change things, I don't think. And now, now I can sign off and talk to you tomorrow.